Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, we've already said a lot about Beedrill. Yeah. Uh, Beedrill is the cool bug uh, of Viridian Forest. Yeah. The cool, aggressive bug of Viridian Forest. Yeah. Um, And it shouldn't come out of a cocoon, but it does. Um, and it is a pretty standard basic bee. Yeah. Uh, and it left a lot of room for people to play with different ideas of bees in later generations. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I don't know if there is an episode like this, but I would like it if there was. If there was an episode that was like, a very bee populated area yeah. and you've got your bee drills and your rabombies and your vespaquens and i guess your bee adjacent pokemon as well i think it'd be really cool like having the characters explore that and sort of go look at how all these different bees coexist yeah. or or don't yeah. or what conflicts there might be between them the ones that are more into flowers and then the ones that are you know very matriarchal compared to bee drills, which make no fucking sense coming out of cocoons. Yeah, uh, I think that would be a fun, fun episode to watch. Yeah, to get a bit more of of that environmental law. Yeah, well, on the note of environment, you could go down that route of because um, you know there's this big uh, effort of uh, of save the bees and like how it yeah, so you could have that kind of be a part of it of like. Of like, um, of like, you could do a thing uh, like for half a season. You're like, um, there's like rumors of the of the bees, kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know. Being Where are all the bees like, going? Yeah. And they're like migrating somewhere cleaner or something. And that's how they all get together from like different regions all over the world. Yeah, uh, I think that'd be cool. Uh, you could also um, you could also do a thing where. Uh, where someone's kind of slightly exploiting the bees, like Team Rocket's exploiting the bees for their honey. Yeah, I think that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, but I also I think it'd be a good opportunity to uh, repair Beedrill's reputation because, you know, we were saying Beedrill's kind of the cool, aggressive one, but I guess it's it's cool because we have projected cool onto Beedrill Whereas in the show, it was kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. it harassed people. It stole Metapod for no apparent reason. Um, and I feel like... I feel like, really, Beedrill should have been a wasp. Uh, yeah, because I was wasps that. are yeah. dicks. Yeah. Really, but Beedrill... Beedrill being a bee gives bees a bad reputation and i maybe the pokemon generation just don't care as much about bees the way they should and that's why they're all dying out because mm-hmm. we all grew up with bee drill being the asshole yeah uh when it didn't need to be yeah well for, um, well, for me the thing the main thing that i like think of when i think of bees and i think most people probably does do is um is that like bees make honey? Uh, like they're known for yeah. having the stinger, but they also make honey. And I cannot recall. I mean, we might find out when we look into the law, but I'm guessing it won't have. No. Uh, about beetles uh, making honey. 
I think I think the first I think Beedrill leaned into the stinger, Tombi leaned into the honey, and Rabombi leaned into um flowers. Yeah. And and how it pollinates flowers. Uh whereas in real life bees in general do all three of those things. Uh in, in the Pokemon world they are split out into three different bee Pokemon. Yes. Uh, so I guess, um, uh, yeah, I guess that's, it's an interesting take. Yeah. Well, uh, and on the, on the note of, uh, Beedrill, you know, kind of going into the stinger kind of heavy, like my main, so going into this episode, I was like, I was like, what's my main kind of thoughts on, uh, Beedrill? And I was like, so I've, I've likely had one. But I can't particularly remember having one. Yeah. My main memory of Beedrill is uh, Ash Ketchum would often get like attacked by them at various points yeah. in the series. Yeah. Uh, and I think part uh, and like I think again part of the thing that's like cool about them is they are like at least in the first generation before they have a wider pool of Pokemon. I feel like they are perceived as like a legitimate threat of like you do not want to be messing with beedrills yeah yeah i will we'll see if its stats reflect that when we come to it i guess yeah like beedrill was seen as a very like aggressive territorial pokemon i think um yeah. in the same way as like spiro uh which was being the foil for pidgey where like ash catches a pidgeotto it's friendly they get along um ash antagonizes a Spearow, and now Spearow are like the enemy bird Pokemon, yeah. the aggressive bird Pokemon throughout the entire yeah. first season. Yeah. I think it's the same with this line. Like, Ash catches um, a Caterpie, has a really good Butterfree on his team that he connects with and bonds with, um, and it's heartbreaking when Butterfree has to leave. Ash um, antagonizes a Weedle, and the Beedrills get mad at him, and then Beedrill is his enemy every time they see him. Like, I mean, I guess it's good that the Pokemon communicate with each other across a region, uh, but yeah, I think I think it does provide like a good opposite for um, the version Ash has on his team yeah. and the version yeah. that Ash doesn't, or like the parallel, the yeah. parallel evolutionary lines, yeah. so that you have that comparison between what Pokemon are like in the wild and what Pokemon are like with a trainer. Um, and how um, it, it, I guess it heightens that sense of a relationship that Ash has with his Pokemon. And I feel like if they just had a wild Butterfree that was a dick, yeah. it wouldn't have the same effect because, you know, you might get them confused looking at them because they're going to look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having having something that you can, that can be a parallel, that can act in that way, I think heightens the relationship. So even though Beedrill isn't one that you see having a, I mean, I guess I guess when Beedrill is used by a trainer, it does have a bond with that trainer. Yeah. But it's not one you see having a bond with a primary trainer very often. Um, I think it it does serve a purpose in heightening yeah. the the relationships between between Ash and his Pokemon. Yeah, and I think I think it's got two th uh, right. Just before we move on, I think one of the things that like Spiro as that I imagine will come up in the Spiro episode when we do that, uh, has the Beedrill does not, is that 
Spiro gets introduced in the games like much later. So I feel like there's like I feel like more people have got a connection to to Beedrill, even though Beedrill is portrayed as a dick, versus Spiro, who is also portrayed as a dick. But I imagine much less people had it on their team. Um, but the yeah the other thing is, I think the other thing that goes against Beedrill in terms of it being. Uh, I mean, people really like it. It's got like a mega revolution. Like I know a lot of people who consider yeah. like Beedrill to be cool. In fact, I know someone who Beedrill's like their favorite Pokemon. Uh, to the point where for their birthday, I gave them like a Beedrill card for like their birthday. Uh, I mean, Beedrill's got to be popular if there are Beedrill cards. Very true. Very true. Um, you know, is anyone? You know, and beyond the, I was going to say, no one's making Kakuna cards. Oh. Oh, by that I meant I meant the trading card. Oh, the trading card. I think it meant like a birthday card with a beedrill on it. Uh, no, I was like, I was like, because this is your favorite Pokemon. Uh, here is one of my beedrill cards from the from the card. Um, that's cute. Oh, well, what can I say, mate? But uh, but yeah, so I know that there are a lot of people who are connected to beedrill, but I think that the, one of the things that holds against it is somewhat what we were saying before. Um, the kind of basic designs that would have been holding back the first generation of Pokemon also probably factors in on the fact that Beedrill does not have a particularly personable face or an ability to kind of make it sympathetic in some way, in the same way that, yeah. like, that like they did with Cappy. Yeah, because like, I guess Cappy and subsequently Butterfree have like pretty eyes. Um, and, like, Beedrill has quite aggressive eyes, and even Kakuna has those, like, you know, creepy, creepy looming out of you from the shadows kind of eyes. Um, so, yeah. So, should we have a look at uh, the deck entry? Yes. Right. Let's do it. Just before we go into it, uh, what I wanted to have a look at is how, um, like, how big or small they're making it out to be. Uh, just because you had a run-in with some hornets, which I imagine were massive. Yeah, uh, they were fine. They didn't. They didn't come close enough to me that I was worried. My friend Dan was very funny, um, uh, jumping out of the way. Well, I'm glad that no one got got attacked by them. But yeah, you can, like it. It doesn't have a mouth. It's got those kind of aggressive eyes, um, and it says here that it is. Oh, where does it say? Uh, it is one metre tall. So I imagine that if you came across a one metre bee, you would have run even quicker in Italy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, Beedrill has said... I I've seen memes where people are like, oh, I really wish Pokemon was real. And someone has replied with, well, Beedrill is three feet tall, so I don't think you do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things. Uh, I mean, I'd love it if it was real, but I feel like ultimately it, it would be more hassle than it's worth if it was real. Um, and you know, Beedrill is is very uh, emblematic of that. Uh, so yeah, let's... I feel like if I was, I feel like if Beedrill was real, I would have to have one to get over my fear of the wild ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not so sure because I remember back when I was younger. Uh, we had we had like a nest of like like wasps that lived in the wall, 
and that was that was not a fun time so i don't know if i'd go oh i'll i'll spend more time with it just based off of my my experience um yeah i mean the first thing that has jumped out at me in this is the red and blue is uh, yeah uh, it so it flies at high speed attacks using large venomous stingers on its four legs and tail which to me says that uh occasionally it walks on all six legs and I can't, Maybe. And I can't recall ever seeing a, a version of Beedrill where it is walking because that is how how bees walk, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like they don't they don't walk standing upright, do they? Um. So, but maybe that's in it before it's. Uh, I think I've only seen them flying in the show. Like I've not I've not seen a Beedrill walk. They just kind of hover. Yeah, yeah, they're normally flying at Ash. Like the main thought that I have of them, and I was considering doing this for the um, for the drawing competition, was having it flying in kind of head first, like towards. But because yeah. I'd already done, yeah, because I'd already done a similar thing for the Weedle, I decided against it. Um, but um, we've got we've got here in yellow. Uh, it's three poisonous stingers on its four legs and its tail. They are used to stab its enemy repeatedly. And then I'm, I'm interested in Stadium Professor. Flies at high speed, attacks with three stingers, one on its rear, one on each of its two forelegs, may appear in swarms, which to me sounds like uh, this was a Pokemon that Stadium Professor did not want to fuck with. Yeah, all the others, it's like, I'm going to jab you, and I'm going to poke you, I'm going to spill your guts out. Yeah. With Bijou, it's just like, nope, I'm good. May appear in swarms, flies really fast, has a stinger, I'm out, I'm done, that's it. Uh, like, I could imagine just, like, them looking at the Beedrill in the lab, and there being a bunch of bees, like, looking in on what he's about to do, and him being like, I think I'm done with this, I think I'm done, I'll just write it down. May appear in swarms, off you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's quite happy for it to fuck off in a swarm, and I cannot fault him for that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't um, want to be messing about with the bee drill. Um, definitely. No. Definitely not. Uh, I get the feeling, right, even though I've not looked through these, that they're going to get into dick swinging contests soon. I mean, at gold already, it can take down any opponent with his powerful poison stingers. Can it? Any opponent? A level 10 bee drill can take down any opponent. Can it now? Because if it could, you're massively overpowered by the time you're out of Viridian Forest. Wow. And then sometimes attacks in swarms. I feel like if this had been when it attacks in swarms, the combined power of all of these poison attacks can take down any opponent. Because then you've got one Charizard against a hundred Beedrills, fine, the Beedrill's going to win. But but the Charizard is going to get through like 50 of them before they do, you know? Well, just as long as we know that they can take down... Maybe that was written as a little jab at the Stadium Professor. Of It, <laughs> it, it fucked up Stadium Professor with its powerful fucked poison stinger. Fucked up Stadium Professor. Most of it is... Oh, I like Crystal. It uses sharp poisonous stings to defeat prey, then takes the victim back to its nest for food. Oh. And now I love the idea that, I guess, is that why the Beedrill stole Metapod? Because they wanted to eat it? Yeah. Well, what I'm imagining is, so there's an episode of uh, Rick and Morty where they go to a wasp, to a wasp world. 
uh, you know, they're all anthropomorphic wasps, and there's like a larva on the table, and they're like eating him alive. And he's going, he's going, my God, just kill me, just kill me, as they're just ripping yeah. it. So that, but like a Marie. <laughs> I like I like ruby sapphire and emerald because uh, I think it, it validates some of the impressions that I got about Beedrill it said Beedrill is extremely territorial no one should ever approach its nest for their own safety if anger it will attack in a furious swarm which I think I think that is the impression that I get of Beedrill I think that one best matches so far kind of the overall emotional impact of a bee drill yeah um but I, I do like this one particular use of a specific adjective in uh fire red uh flies at violent speeds like it's not just fast it's it's violently oh. fast which i really enjoy like anything can be fast like the things that they're like, yeah, it goes at Mach five. It's not described as violent, but Beedrill, despite not having a miles per hour in its Pokedex entry, is violently fast. Like I love the idea that it's like speeding past and like jabbing at you while it's going. It's just yeah, violently fast. Yeah, well, that's I imagine that um, whoever wrote the stuff about Proboscis. It's going, yeah, but, you know, have you written the word? So, like, imagine that. Flies at violent speeds in in uh, in brackets very quick. Very quick. <laughs> um, I like Diamond and Pearl. It feels like it's really summarised one particular engagement with a Beedrill and then they didn't want didn't to engage with it again. No. Its best attack involves flying around at high speed, striking with poisoning needles, then flying off. Which I guess that's a move set, isn't it? You can have like agility, mm. and then pin needle, twin needle, poison sting, any of them, and then and then flee. No, what's the one where it comes back to you? Uh, the move where it attacks and then returns is a bug type move. Fuck. I don't know. Should, should we? Should we get it up dead quick? I'm finding it. Oh. You carry on reading things. Oh, oh, go on. Go on. I'll get that back up. Okay, uh... so uh, they repeat that in black and white. They must have been very happy with uh, yeah. with that. Uh, it can take down any opponent. We've got that. We've had that. Um, I like the fact you that turn. it says the most powerful poison. Uh, you know, in, in comparison to what? It's like, oh, this is, this is the stuff that Cleopatra did herself in with this. Yeah. <laughs> The most powerful poison. Right. right. Cleopatra's not very happy. Get the Beedrill poison, get the carpet, and we'll come back in half an hour. <laughs> um, uh, Used to jab its enemy repeatedly. Uh, yeah. Beedrill is extremely territorial. No one should ever approach its nest. This, oh, that's, like that's, that. the one from, that's the one from Ruby and Sapphire that I liked. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's repeated. Um, yeah, I think these are all these are all kind of repeats. Poison stings on its foreleg, stabs its play repeatedly. Then, oh, actually, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Oh no, this is Mega Beedrill. I was like, oh, why is this one different? It's oh, Mega Beedrill. I like this as dealing the final blow with the stinger on its rear. So I like I like that Mega Beedrill has a pattern. Mm. Um, 
And then, yeah, flying around at high speed, striking with poison needles, flying off. So, um, that's that's Beedrill. Yeah. What do you? What would you give? Oh, should we have a look at Smog on for it? Yeah, Sorry, even I'm skipping ahead quick. here. Let's do it. Uh, quick. Uh, let's change that up. Uh, let's see if we can get. Right. So right. So it, it has jumped up massively here. Uh, it's yeah. still it's still untiered. As you would expect. Yeah, it's still untiered. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, its speeds jumped up to higher than it was as a Weedle. Like basically, all of its stats have jumped up, which uh, which I think is fantastic. But I'm interested to see what Mega Beedrill has got as well. I reckon it's gonna be. I feel like. I mean, it's going to be decent because obviously it's a mega revolution. Um, I'm surprised that none of it, none of its stats are in the green as regular B drill. If you know all these Pokemon entries bang on how I can defeat any opponent and how everyone's like it's the scary enemy of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I tell you what, I feel like like looking at that now, like I feel like this might be a controversial opinion. I feel like that's a slightly uninspired design for Mega Beedrill. I mean, it's got extra stings. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's just extra stings actually. Yeah. Well, it's got extra it's stings. Stats are fucked. It, they are so much better than regular Beedrill. Mm. It, um, I mean, this. I mean, the speed is three times what it was as a as a Weedrill. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the, the attack is so high as well. I, I feel like that's a high... I, I mean, I feel like when we were looking at the previous episodes, but this is like the, the first one that I've been like, wow, the, the stats on that are like, you mm. know, pretty good. And maybe it's because we've, we've seen how, how crap they were in the beginning, where, like, I've, again, we didn't do it at the time, but I feel like if you were to compare the stats of a Weedle versus the stats of a, of a Squirtle, you're going to like there's going to be like a much higher disparity um but yeah like i mean i feel like it's stinger almost looks like a bit of a rip off of um a oh what are they called now a vesper queen um okay you know because it's got the kind of like the kind of like ridges in it that vesper queen's got um i get that yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like it's like pointed out instead of branching out like a skirt yeah um, I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to see. I think you know it'd be cute. I'd like to see in the little, um, in our little B episode that we came up with. Yeah. I would like to see like the B drills like rallying together to protect the Vespaquen because the combi is so useless and like one of the mega evolving <laughs> to make sure the Vespa Gwen is okay so they still have plenty of honey to go around yeah. and then all the all of the people characters can be like ah oh, that's why they were attacking us they were just protecting Vespa Gwen we'll let them know that we're not here to hurt her and then like Brock comes in or whoever's going to be the healer in the new season comes in with like a healing berry for the ill Vespa Gwen that all the bees are worried about yeah. Uh, and, that uh, would be how. I... Why am I not a writer on Pokemon? This Satoshi Tajiri, get in touch with us. Why are you not getting in touch with us? We, we are, we are, we've got so many ideas that, you know, we could. 
like that episode of The Simpsons, have no fears, we've got stories for years. Um, but yeah, I do, I feel like maybe it's because of how simple Beedrill's kind of design is because of the limitations. Mm. I don't know, I'm a tiny bit unimpressed. Yeah, by... I don't think that's how I would have done Mega Beedrill because I think original Beedrill was kind of like it was simple but effective. Yeah. And I think I, I agree, I think making the stinger on the bottom. I think make I think I would have made it like more streamlined. Yeah. If they're leaning into speed. Yeah. Cuz here it looks kind of heavier and clunkier. Yeah. Um I think maybe I would have given instead of giving it more black stripes, giving it like a black body with yellow highlights. Yeah. So it looks more like like it like like it's yellow it's yellow is like a go faster stripe. Yeah. You know? That's fair. Um and then I think I still would have I wouldn't have added additional stingers to the legs. I think I would have made the tail stinger yeah. longer so that it looked faster and sharper. Yeah. Because I think I quite like the... I like the idea they've got going with the original stingers getting longer because I think yeah. they kind of look like jousting lances. I was going to say and that. I think that actually really works. Yeah. But I think because they're trying to now make them bigger than the other stingers, they've made them look a bit heavy and slow. Yeah. Um, And for a Pokemon with that high speed, I think I would have made the tail longer and thinner and yeah. the lances longer and thinner, yeah. and then made it look just more streamlined yeah. Um, yeah. and faster, and just made it longer rather than fatter. Yeah. Which is the first time I've ever said I want the Pokemon to be less fat. Yeah. This... I love a fat Pokemon. Yeah. But I don't think that Mega Beedrill looks threatening. Because it's got broader, it looks like... It's, it's almost more of a honeybee, which is the least threatening bee. Yeah. I would make it like sleek and black like a hornet. Yeah. You don't want it to be a bumblebee drill, do you? Um, mm. But yeah, uh, I think for me, my main issue is the 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 legs, I think, the, the, the hind legs having the stingers as well almost make it look a tiny bit too much. What I'd have gone with is I, I and I like the like the bigger antennas and I like yourself. I, I, yeah, I like the bigger antennas and I think the eyes look more threatening as well. Yeah, they're a bit narrower. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I it like the uh, and I like the kind of the the longer arm um that look like Chelsea. But what I would have done in terms of Mega Beedrill, I would have actually going off of the law that we've just read there. I'd have gone for like a magneton type situation where I would have Ooh. gotten a few of them. So it's like, this is like a swarm at this point. Yeah. Like uh, when, with all of them talking about like swarms, um, I feel like I, re I really, we're, again, we're going to get to this when we get to the later generations. But I think the Pokemon like wishy-washy, the fish, the little fish that becomes a massive fish. Yeah. I think that's a really cool concept. Yeah. But also, like, in the game, in the lore, it's like lots of them get together and become one big fish. But in the game, you catch one and then you've got enough for it to be a big fish. Yeah. And I don't know if that translates very well to the games. 
Um, and I guess the closest parallel you have here, but because it's not a game mechanic, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. But the closest parallel you have here are like Beedrill being in swarms and Tauros being in herds. Yeah. So I think if they had found a way for that to be incorporated into the game, that would be really cool. And if it's just like the way that Beedrill like buzzes like when it, it it does a dance and it buzzes and it summons whatever other beedrill nearby yeah. and then it's got like a special move it can use like once and then like like when they had like the z moves or the x moves or whatever the fuck it was and you just have like a whole swarm of beedrill appear out of nowhere and just like like dive bomb your enemy and jab them with poison and then no matter what the enemy is poisoned afterwards and they lose a bunch of hp yeah because of all yeah. the beedrills jabbing them and then they all go back to where they came from and then it's your beedrill left to finish them off yeah. that would be a really cool special move for like a mega beedrill or similar yeah um i i am um, why do i work for pokemon oh I'm giving away my ideas for free satoshi Tajiri, send us a message um but yeah, I I think that'd be cool, and I also think it'd be cool if they wanted to, they could put in like a mechanic of, like, like if you face a bee drill, and it's like in an area where because they do like swarms, don't they? They do like uh, this Pokemon is swarming or whatever, right? For the ones that are yeah. known for doing swarms, if you go Ooh. against the fighting, it's like it's almost always like a like a three on one. Against yeah, your, against your I I would really like them to do more of the double, triple, and her- horde battles mm. in a, a mechanic in the game. So I really liked those. I thought that felt realistic. Yeah, like because especially with animals that travel in packs and herds and whatnot, you're more likely to find a few at a time. Yeah. I thought that made a lot of sense. I thought it was a really fun mechanic and I would like to see it again. And I think Beedrill is a really good one for it. That would be really challenging. Yeah. Like, because yeah. like, you usually get the forest at the beginning of the game so you can get your low-level bug type. But imagine like a big scary forest at the end of the game mm. full of like the most terrifying bug types. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it starts off with just like a really powerful butterfree, and you're like, "Oh, that wasn't too bad." And then you get swarms of Beedrill and like just like massive Galissapods and things. Well, I mean, anyone... and a Genesect at the end. Oh, I love Genesect! So cool. <laughs> um, uh, they're they're possibly my favourite bug type. Um, uh, but I um, anyone who's watched this this channel. Uh, and watch the uh, Pokemon Violet streams that we did. Uh, I, because I'm rubbish with directions, went the wrong way. And for hours, I was just getting battered by Vesper Queens. Absolutely battered. How? You can go two different ways, and they're both full of really low-level Pokemon. Because I went one different... Because I went left. Because you, you can go left or you can go right. And I went yeah. left, and then I went left for a bit, and then I went down... And uh, just got. I'm not very good with directions. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that I made it th- back here tonight for the podcast. Like it was very likely <laughs> that there's a version of reality where we're doing this podcast and I'm on a phone going, going, yes, uh, I've got a. I really like Beedrill, and if anybody could subscribe to the Patreon, because otherwise I'm going to have to ask. Uh, you know, like I'm going to have to sleep on the streets now. Um, so, 
Should we give it the rating? Let's give it our rating. Okay. Uh, I'm. What think, are you feeling? I'm thinking I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking... Go on, oh, give me your explanation. Just because I think it's got enough history in the anime. I think it's popular enough, even though I'm not particularly um, that bothered about it. I think it's got, like, decent... It looks like it's got decent stats. It's got a decent kind of... Um, it's got a decent... Um, uh, got a decent design. And I think it is, like, kind of... state. It is maintained its coolness like across yeah. the generations uh, it's kind of the a bit like Wolverine it's moody it's sassy yeah I get you I don't disagree with any of the points that you've made I think I would give it a bit less though I think I think I would give it I would give it a five a five wow a five. Very, uh... because I think I think it's cool I think it's edgy I think it's in the show enough that it's memorable but I've never bothered to have one on my team. And after our conversation today, I feel like it is quite underutilised in terms of how its story could go, how it could appear in the show, how it could appear in the games. Um, and I feel like there's just a lot of wasted potential with it. And like that, those other five points that I really want it to have are things that I can see what they could have done and didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want everyone to be a bit cleverer so they can keep up with me. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Satoshi Tajiri, give us a job now. <laughs> How do I get into, like, the ideas room? Like, I don't even care about the implementation. I just want to be in the ideas room and let, like, some other nerds figure out how it fits. Yeah. So I feel like I I would I would love that, but I feel like my my uh, I mean we've mentioned the Simpsons a lot this uh, this episode, but like I I could imagine me in a writers' room being like uh, similar to how Homer is when he's in the writing room, and it's like um, okay, I've got this I've every got this time, idea. Every time B drill's not on screen, people are asking, "Where's B drill?" Where's B drill? <laughs> 